You're listening to the Thank God for Nostra podcast. Welcome to the Thank God for Nostra podcast. My name is Jordan Bush. I am the head of content and education for TGFB Media. Uh, we exist to help Christians understand and use Bitcoin for the glory of God and the good of people everywhere. Uh, and my co-host on this episode is going to be somebody we haven't seen in a while. John, welcome back. Hey, good to be back. Good to be back with you in the virtual studio. <laughs> yeah, we, we've just been doing a bunch of podcasts with with other people. And so it's it's good to finally come back and hang out with you for a little bit. For sure. I've missed, I've missed our chats. <laughs> well, we, as far as today's episode, this is episode 13. Um, I'm encouraged by that. Well, I read some stats somewhere. I don't know if you've read this as well, that most podcasts, uh, it's like 85 or 90% of podcasts don't last through episode 20. So we, we're not there yet. We don't want to count our podcasts before they're hatched. But at the same time, we're, we're, we're boating well at this point to, to be able to be the 5%. Uh, so <laughs> I can feel that. I definitely feel that. Like There's a certain amount of things that you have to say. And when you're not like in conversation with someone else, you don't think of more things to say. And eventually you just run out of things to say into the mic. So yeah, no, it's been super nice to have uh, a lot of guests on. They keep us, uh, they keep us interesting. I feel like. Keep us on our toes. So what we want to do today, uh, is we want to get into maybe what's going on in Nostr. What's, what's cause some of the latest happenings, uh, again, we haven't talked about this in a while. So we want to kind of just take a look at maybe like the last, uh, the last month or so. And talk with John, somebody who's you know in this every day and talking with you know all kinds of people and all kinds of projects, just to kind of hear what are some of the things that are striking his fancy, some of the things that um, he's been excited by that either himself or, or other people are working on. So, um, John, why don't you give us a give us a start us off? Yeah, for sure. So, like, hopefully, um, this will be useful to uh, more of our casual listeners, uh, more of the hardcore Noster people are probably going to know a lot of this stuff already. But uh, I've, I went through the Noster report basically and picked out some high points uh, to sort of flag. Um, honestly, I'm not the most like newsy sort of person uh, either. Um, most of my thought has to do with all the things that I haven't gotten around to that I that I really want to build for myself. But uh, but yeah, I definitely got my finger on the pulse and there's all kinds of good stuff happening in Noster. Um, a while ago, Pablo, uh, F7Z, um, pointed out that the pace of development seems to be slowing down, but, uh, the reality is mm-hmm. that developers are now working on a lot of the kind of underlying fundamental things, uh, with Noster rather than just pumping out a bunch of features to the clients, which is really a good sign. Um, you know, in my conversation with Rabble, we were talking about how, how much work it is to build a Twitter clone. Uh, cause you know, Twitter seems really simple, but then, you know, it's actually multiple years of work just to build something that vaguely looks and functions like it. And now we're finally getting, getting around to the hard stuff like encryption, uh, auditing and, uh, encrypted group stuff, uh, you know, content recommendations and algorithms. Um, so, sure. uh, censorship, uh, so yeah, it's, it's getting, it's getting really interesting, but a lot more in the weeds. So, um, this is, it's more of a sign of maturity, right? Like there's, there's more, you know, rather than just flashy ideas popping up, you're actually having to take the time to put the work in to develop those ideas. So that's a good sign. 
Yep. Yep. Exactly. It's uh, the the difficulty level is getting is rising, uh, which is ultimately a good thing. Um, yep. So yeah, I uh, I kind of went back about two weeks on the Nostra report and and just picked some stuff out. Uh, and we'll we'll kind of go through like new products that are coming out, um, and then uh, you know events that are coming up, and then uh, funny sort of uh, news items that turned into memes. So a um, couple of couple of new products, uh, FOMOster by Pablo uh, is a Ooh. data vending machine that um, that kind of uh, draws your attention to um, to things that you might have missed. Uh, and the way that, that it does that is basically it looks at all the stuff that you published uh, on Noster and the timestamps for those. And then it finds the areas when you weren't active on Noster and pulls pulls uh, stuff from your follows to present to you. Uh, oh. Now, I think I think that algorithm is not very good. But what's really um, notable about this is that it's one of the first um, implementations of like a, a content recommendation algorithm using a data vending machine. Rather than okay. something that's you know kind of hard coded into a client or Nostra.band or something like that, so just just real quick, John, what is a data vending machine? If you're if we've got people listening to this who are like, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a um, it's basically a it's like a bot basically that that publishes certain kinds of notes. And so in theory, what you do, the user says, I want a job processed for of this type on this kind of content. And then one of these bots picks up that request and then creates uh, creates a output artifact and then advertises that to the user. The user watches for those and kind of multiple data vending machines can bid for uh, for the sats that the user um, can then unlock the artifact with. And so okay. it allows uh, basically any to any transformations uh, in a bidding automatic uh, economy built on Noster. It's very cool, um, and it's useful for for tons of different things. Right now, most data vending machines are uh, AI involved in some way. Okay. So you know, there's there's like a, a transcription AI. You send, you say, I want this video transcribed to text um, in sure. this language potentially, and the data vending machine will pick that up, and then it'll give you the text uh, that that the video that it transcribed, and then you can okay. kind of say like, well. This DVM does it does it well. This one doesn't do as well, and then you can sort of choose a favorite DVM. So with Fomoster, Pablo is kind of moving into the realm of like content recommendations rather than just like data processing. Okay, and so we'll what we'll do is we'll include in the in the show notes uh, a link. It, what's the actual page? Is, is it Fomoster? How do you get there? Uh, I don't think there's an actual site, but uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, vendata.io. Yeah, vendata.io. That's V E N D A T A. Uh, is perfect. That's kind of Pablo's uh, data vending machine client. Um, so okay. it's got a whole bunch of different uh, data vending machines that you can choose from and sort of explore those. Pablo, Pablo is a man possessed because that guy, I mean, I literally every time I hear the dude's name, he's working on you know, one or two new things. Um, so grateful for his contributions and looking forward to having him on a future episode. We are in, yeah, in, uh, in discussions. He's a machine. Yeah. I can't wait to chat with him. Uh, we're going to talk about relays, uh, which should be fun. Uh, nice. another Actually, product I, that was, wife, yeah, good. 
I was just saying, you know, my wife, we were actually talking about relays today. She, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Bush does our, our podcast editing. And so we were talking about what relays are and, and how they work. And she's like, I, I, I understand a little bit, but I still feel like I, I need, I've got some work to do. So uh, we'll look forward to that in the future. So what else we got? You said we got sticker.coracle.social? Yeah, that's just a fun little thing that I built. Uh, you know, you can try it out. And basically what you do is you print up a sheet of QR codes and then you can scan the QR code with your phone and then add a link to that QR code or any arbitrary data. And it associates those two in an event that's published to Noster. And then later on, you can put that QR code wherever, like on your fridge for the rules about your office office fridge or like in your journal for to hyperlink something from your physical handwritten journal. Uh, oh, that's really scan cool. that QR code and it brings you to either sticker or to the to the link destination, depending on how you set it up. It's okay, um, cool. It's kind of just a proof of concept. Uh, I've I've wanted to build this for a long time, and honestly, it's probably better as a centralized thing. The Noster is the Noster part is uh, is probably not actually a good design, but uh, <laughs> not, not actually a value add. Yeah, but it was fun. It was fun, so I put that out there. Uh, another cool product that uh, came out. I think this is uh, might be. Or let's see, Fiat Jeff, Fiat Jeff uh, just brought my attention to it, but Wikinoster, uh, it's wikinoster.tijl.xyz, and it's basically the beginnings of a Wikipedia on Noster, which is uh, pretty exciting. Uh, a lot of people have mentioned this. I think Jack maybe has uh, has asked asked for this as well. Yeah, so. he just put out. I remember seeing that that message on on Noster, and I was thinking I was on using Domus. Uh, no offense uh, to our present company, but uh, I, I was on there and uh, I saw him ask, like, is anybody working on a, on a Wikipedia uh, replacement? And so that's neat to see that somebody's taking it up and is working on it. Yeah. And I think that's a good application for Noster because, um, you know, Noster is good at uh, censorship resistant and collaborative data. So, uh, you know, what else is Wikipedia other than that? Um, so... Uh, let's see. We got Relay Tool, Relay dot Tools. Um, this is a cool uh, tool that has come out in the last couple months um, for allowing you to deploy your own relay. Um, and the way that works is they they host your relay, so you know you still have kind of the hosting uh, issue with it, but um, you can uh, create your own configuration for it. So I, for example, have Hodlebod and Hodlebod dot Noster one dot com. And the way I've set it up is I'm the only one who can post to it. Um, it just has a public key whitelist. Uh, okay. But you can also do like a keyword whitelist. Uh, you can also block keywords or block specific pub keys. So oh, this is, um, it's, uh, it's an exciting new, uh, well, it, it's an exciting development in kind of the decommodification of relays. This allows you to kind of run a relay for your family or your friends or your community or whatever. Um, lots, lots more work to be done, both on the relay configuration side, as well as on the client support side. Um, because, you know, as, as clients have started implementing kind of the inbox outbox model, uh, more and more, uh, which is basically look at someone's preferences and use their relays to talk to them. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that makes the network more resilient, but it also, actually takes away from the user's ability to choose what relays they connect to. So, you know, if you're just kind of like scanning relays and connecting to whatever one is recommended, then maybe you connect to 
some honeypot relays and uh, you know leak leak some uh, see some of your privacy. So sure, finding a balance between the two is going to be interesting and uh, and tricky. And so could would, could that enable like some sort of filtering, like filtering, like um, desired filtering? Is that is that what you like? Um, is it something you had mentioned that you could do with it? Um, yeah. So the uh, the relay tools, if you you know you could you could use it as a basis for um, for creating a relay that's a repository for only your content or only certain content that you then scrape and put on that relay. Gotcha. So okay. Yeah, it just kind of like surfaces relay administration in a way that just regular people who don't have technical expertise can start to run them. Can do. Okay. Um, of course, I should say, you know, another thing that we've been talking about a lot is uh, is sort of like content moderation stuff. Yes. And for any of you out there who want to run a relay, that's great. But be aware that there are some risks involved with that, um, specifically with regard to like illegal images. Um, mm. So... And there are there are Nostra events that store images. They're they're not uh, official yet, but you should basically just block uh, block those kinds of of events. Um, just kind of a PSA for anyone who's getting into this. You really don't want to uh, <laughs> to touch any of that stuff. Sure. Yeah. What are some of the ways? Like, we just kind of a little sidebar. Some of the some of the ways that people can run their own uh, their own relays. Like I, I know. Uh, start nine and with their, I believe it's now called server one. Like you, you can run a relay through there. Um, if, are there other, what are some of the other, you know, more accessible ways that people can run their own relay? Uh, was there anything offhand that you'd recommend? Yeah. So Umbral has one, uh, and I, oh, really? I have an Umbral, um, sorry to all those hardcore, uh, you know, open source people out there, but, uh, <laughs> that's what I've got for my node. <laughs> Um, there, and there goes I, the start nine sponsorship for TGFB twenty four. Yeah, you. right. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, start nine is an awesome project too. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I just I just have an umbrella in the closet and I barely use it. But they've got a nice um, Nostra relay, and the cool thing about that uh, relay is you can use it as an actual relay if you have a public IP for your umbrella. But I don't have a public IP, so it's basically okay. unusable unless I'm at home or using Tailscale or something like that. Sure. But what it does have is it has a feature that allows you to scan the network and download your events. So you can use it as an archival relay, even if it's not online. So I think cool. that's a okay. super neat um, niche. Uh, we've also got relaying.io. This is another, okay. um, another let's see, uh, sort of custodial relay solution. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, oh, cool. it's a little bit more polished than... Um, then relay dot tools, but uh, but I haven't played it pro- played around with it much. So those would be okay. probably your four main uh, main options as a kind of non technical person. But a relay is also pretty easy to get up and running if you have a little bit of technical experience. Sure. All right. Now this this next one is the one that just kind of blew my mind. I believe I was at Bitblock Boom, or maybe no, it was a few days after Bitblock Boom, and I saw this announcement. And I thought to myself because I had seen I had seen Ben at Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was Dusty. I'd seen I'd seen Ben somewhere and then saw this announcement. Why don't you tell us what that is? Yeah, so Ben Ark announced uh, last week or something like that that he is attempting to sell Nostra.com for $5 million. Uh, this is hilarious. Um, <laughs> you know, Ben Ark is, was very early uh, to Nostr. Um, he, he helped Fiat Jaff kind of brainstorm a lot of the design decisions early on. So 
he uh, he bought Noster.com for $5,000. And he's also the guy that runs LN Bits, which yeah. is a pretty highly respected project. So um, yeah, I mean, great guy doing a lot of great stuff in the Bitcoin and Noster space. But uh, a lot of people thought this was uh, pretty a pretty wild move. Um, <laughs> there's a lot, you know, it's his property. You can do what he wants, but there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of history and drama about, you know, the Bitcoin.com domain. Um, it's it's sort of sort of tricky to have a uh, an open source project have a domain that is well really run by anyone, but especially sure. by anyone who you know b- might be marketing it for, uh, or, you know, using it for marketing different things or using it not quite in, uh, you know, to push the protocol in a in a particular direction or something. Um, and you know, Ben, Ben says he's going to vet whoever it is that is, uh, uh, that, that buys it. But, you know, there was, there was, it spawned this whole meme of, you know, I'm selling, uh, Kieran said, I'm selling, selling snort.social for 200 kilograms of cocaine. Uh, you know, (laughs) I I said, I'm selling coracle.social for a bag of peanut (laughs) M&Ms. It was just a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I think we're a little too early for for a price tag of five million dollars, to be honest. But hey, yeah, if he if he can fund LN bits with that, great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I immediately thought of Michael Saylor. I immediately thought, oh, Ben is coming from Michael Saylor's bag. Uh, he's trying to <laughs> you know make him separate Michael from some of his Bitcoin. I also thought, secondly, of course, uh, to anyone who's a Bitcoiner will appreciate uh, that I, the second person I thought of was of, of course Matt Odell, Matt Odell, Mister Mister Domain himself. Uh, one of my, one of my favorite memories of meeting Matt in person was we were in, uh, let's see, this is probably eight months ago. We were in, uh, in Nashville filming something for, thank God for Bitcoin and introduced Matt to the, the guys from the cypherpunk cinema team. And he told them, they told him that their name was cypherpunk cinema. And the first words out of his mouth were, you own cypherpunkcinema.com. That is such a sick domain. <laughs> so... So Matt, I'm sure was you know putting out feelers and doing some investigative, uh, you know, work to see how much money he could raise to to, to buy Nostra.com. Uh But we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it makes me kind of wonder when the uh, gold rush for uh, Nip Five handles is going to happen. Like, oh, man, I, I don't see you know Nostra plebs being uh, super contentious long term. But you know, if, yeah. if like someone bought Nostra.com and started doing Nip Five handles, that could that could become more canonical. Uh, yes, so that would be interesting. I don't know if it'll happen, but but it's fun to think about. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else have we got. Uh, Spring Browser. This is a cool project. Uh, I think it's put out by uh, what was it? Oh, I shouldn't say because I don't remember who who built it. Um, but you can find it in the App Store, uh, Android, definitely. I think uh, Apple as well. Um, and basically, what it is is it's a Noster browser. And this allows you to uh, put your private key into one place and then uh, use a whole bunch of different apps um, without having to deal with kind of the NIP7 extension stuff. Um, I've tried it out and it's a good experience. It works really well. It's got a nice dashboard that's kind of tailored to your account. And uh, the the authentication part of it is a lot simpler. So huh. uh, definitely worth uh, checking out and playing with. Awesome. Uh, it's similar to another project, Nostranet.work. Um, I I don't like Nostranet.work quite as much, but it works uh, pretty similarly. Um, it's a 
instead of it being like an actual browser, a mobile browser, it's a, uh, a progressive web app um, that wraps okay. a bunch of other um, other Nostra apps. So uh, cool to see development going in in that area. Yeah, sure. Now we got um, so you got Max DeMarco, Mister the the original Noster documentary and documentarian uh, has apparently got a couple things coming down the pipe. Tell us about it. Yeah, so if you haven't seen his original documentary, uh, check it out. It's worth watching. Um, he's working on three more documentaries uh, related to Japan. So he's obviously we've got Noster Asia going on in Japan. So he's going to be there and he's going to do a documentary on Bitcoin. One on Noster and one on nuclear energy. So, um, yeah, just kind of a, a an announcement of an announcement, as we like to do in the space. Yeah, I, I'm in. I, I was just talking to uh, Bitcoin Mechanic. Shout out to Bitcoin Mechanic. Uh, one of the best both people and Bitcoiners in the entire space. Uh, we were talking about uh, we were talking about Mount Gox and... I know there's things that have been, you know, written and, and done about Mount Gox, but I, I would love to. I'm sure that's going to be part of what what this Bitcoin documentary is working on. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, for people like me who weren't around at the at the time, it's uh, it, it feels like ancient history. It's yeah, uh, yeah, often lost time. Uh, and speaking of events, so you know, Nostra Asia is November first to third. We've also got NostraCon coming up January twelfth, and that is virtual, uh, completely virtual. So if you want to come to that, I think tickets are free, so just come. Um, then I think you are going to a Nostra conference, Jordan. Correct, correct. I will be at Nostraville uh, in Nashville, November eighth. Uh, so see, sorry, November 9th and tenth. Um, there's actually a, a and also a, a pre-event uh, on the eighth in Nashville. So if you're going to be in the Nashville area, swing through. Um, I'm going to be there recording some live NOS, uh, TGFN podcasts. And would love to meet a bunch of you. I couldn't. I couldn't let John have all the fun since he's going to be at uh, Nostrasia. So I, I, you know, wanted to, wanted to just ex- not experience the the FOMO quite that, uh, or I wanted to do something about the FOMO I was feeling about not being able to get to to Japan. So there's a lot of that, man. After the Bitcoin conference, it was only a month later, and I was like, oh, I miss, I miss all my Nostra friends. When's, <laughs> when's the next conference? What four months? Gee whiz. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, there's also rumors of a Noster Morocco conference happening uh, in February or March of next year. Yeah, Sir Sleepy is is working on that. I'm not sure uh, if it's confirmed yet or not, but um, also something yeah, to, that would be an awesome one. That would be super fun. Yeah, and then of course, um, let's see. Recently, Pablo and Gigi got on the um, the uh, Nostrovia podcast with G Sovereignty and talked about sovereign engineering in Madeira. Uh, have you heard about that, Jordan? I have not. No, I, I want to hear more. Oh, man, it's such an exciting thing. I don't think I'm going to be able to go, but uh, it is a two-month uh, sort of hackathon type thing in Madeira, um, which is an island off of the coast of Western Africa, I think, mm-hmm. if I'm getting that right. Yeah. And um, yeah, they're basically trying to get people out there to... Uh, to talk and collaborate, to do presentations and to kind of work on, um, new ideas for Nostra and Bitcoin. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's super exciting. They, they sent me a, uh, a, um, or they, they announced it a while back, uh, and they said, DM us if you're stoked. 
and I DM'd them. I'm stoked if my wife will let me. <laughs> you know, uh, it'll it'll be about exactly a year uh, after uh, I moved my whole family to Austin for three months. Uh, you know, we just oh, like man. quit school and went and lived in a furnished apartment uh, halfway across the country. And uh, uh, it'd be it'll be a hard sell if I say, "Hey, hey, uh, wifey, um, do you want to move to Madeira for two months again?" <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens to that. But no, uh, speaking about speaking of speaking of Gigi, I do want to. I just do want to give a shout to Gigi. Uh, he has been an incredible uh, encouragement to to this podcast. He's you know sent out a couple uh, you know messages just encouraging people to check out the podcast. Uh, I've I've yet to meet Gigi in person. Uh, we've got a couple of contacts in in common. Uh, actually, shout to Mills. Shout to to Mills. Uh, she she was. You know, mentioning that her and her and uh, Gigi's family are friends, so we were talking about that a little bit, and yeah, look forward to. I don't know when I'm gonna, when or where I'll get to meet him, but hopefully, I get to meet him in person soon. And thanks for the support. Meet him while he's wearing his green suit. Hopefully, hopefully, I, I'd love to do that. And then, you know, if if we can arrange, you know, without the green suit, you know, we'll we'll take what we can get. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, speaking of conferences and Nostrasia, um, it was announced yesterday. Uh, or maybe, yeah, I think yesterday that uh, Edward Snowden is going to be speaking at the Nostrasia conference. But that's not why you should come. You should come because I'm speaking at the Nostrasia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, man, I heard that yesterday and I just thought to myself that just, man, Lord bless you. I'm just, just, that didn't, that didn't contribute to any more FOMO at all on my part. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I, uh, I just, I, I can't even. I can't even compute like these two different worlds, uh, you know, colliding. He's a hero of mine. So, yeah. So enjoy that, John. I will. I will. Unfortunately, he's not going to be there in person. He's going to be remote, but I think it still counts. Got it. Well, it's going to be exciting all, all the same. Um, John, real quick, uh, you're saying that you, you mentioned here that Will is working on Noster DB. Can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, so Nostra to be is a pretty cool project. It sounds like uh, I believe it's written in C, uh, so it's it's pretty low level. It uses the same architecture that the stir fry relay does, um, and what stir fry does is it uses a technique called memory mapping to mm-hmm. allow you to kind of avoid uh, a lot of the scanning of different, uh, you know, scanning of your database in order to um, uh, find stuff. You just basically consult your index and you know where it is and you just pull it right out. So it's, hmm. it's extremely fast. Stir fry relays are by far, the, by far the, the fastest general purpose relays. And Will is porting that technique over to a embeddable database uh, for Nostra clients. Um, unfortunately, I don't think this is going to be available as WASM for web clients. Um, okay. It's, it's kind of more of a mobile thing, but the idea is that um, you're going to have a built-in relay in your client, and then your client can act as a relay, and that kind of unlocks a lot of those things that we were talking about in that missions episode, where you know sure. you can communicate completely offline and propagate oh, okay. information that way. So, uh, yeah, really excited to see what okay. he comes up with. That huge project. Uh, let's see. We've also got uh, nosterdesign.org. Uh, that's a uh, OpenSats sponsored project put together by Carnage, uh, who's a OG Nostra designer. It's a great guide for um, designing Nostra apps. Kind of, uh, I'm reading through it right now. It, 
it uh, basically lays out a whole bunch of different um, sort of problem areas of Noster, things that make it difficult for new users to understand. And um, it uh, offers a lot of suggestions for how to sort of handle those. So I'm enjoying that. All right. So uh, what's next, Jordan? Uh, yeah, the next thing would be the news that Ripple uh, has acquired Fortress Trust. Uh, that was a bit of unwelcome news for, I would say, everyone in the in the Bitcoin Maxi world. And, you know, uh, as far as the people who, who weren't, you know, they probably still weren't very happy about it. Uh, but yeah, that was, man, that just came out of nowhere, I feel like, for a lot of people, myself included. Uh, and yeah, that was that was something that I, I think a lot of people had a bunch of questions, uh, especially around how that was going to affect, uh, I think most notably Swan Bitcoin, uh, who is the, uh, I would say, most notable Fortress client, uh, having gone over there from, uh, after being a part of, who was the other one? Oh my gosh, I'm spacing on the name. Uh, Prime Trust, right? Prime Trust. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was that brought a bunch of questions, some of which have been answered, some of which are still um, still up in the air. Uh, I know Swan has said that they, they're, they're not super excited about that acquisition and, and they're, you know, have a plan both in the short term and the long term to kind of amend that. Uh, but, yeah, that was a, a bit of news that nobody was expecting or desiring. Yep. Yep. Pretty weird. Pretty bizarre. I mean, that's that's two different worlds colliding for sure. Yeah. And again, we, we have people who we know and love who work at Swan and Swan has been a, a valuable supporter of ours. I think even Swan though can appreciate there were some fantastic memes, uh, that were, that were coming out. Uh, you know, we can, I don't know, maybe I'll tweet some of those later, but there were, there were some fantastic, uh, glorious memes. Um, so yeah, let's keep, let's keep moving. So what else do we have? There was uh, a nine eleven. We had, we had the, what was it? The, Twenty or the twelfth anniversary of of nine eleven is that is that true twenty second twenty second that's right no that's how old you are Jordan <laughs> <laughs> no yes I was thinking literally eleven as if it was two thousand eleven but no we it was, it was the anniversary of nine eleven the twenty twenty third anniversary of nine eleven that is wild to to think that that it's already been that long um, yeah it's my first uh, it's my first nine eleven on Noster and uh, the signal is strong. Uh, I don't know what everyone who's, who listens to this podcast thinks, but uh, I've been a truther since the beginning. My dad is, uh, you know, you're like libertarian. He's he's just been, uh, he's been uh, plugged in and aware. He grew up in the John Birch Society. So like when I was in 11th grade, I wrote a paper about, about uh, building seven. So um, yeah, it was, uh, it was nice to see like common sense prevailing uh, somewhere. So yeah, if you're if you're not sure about Noster, um, you know, hop in. Everyone is a 9/11 truther, and uh, it's it's a good place to be. So, <laughs> so hop in, enjoy, enjoy the memes. Uh, yeah, I was I wasn't in there on 9/11. We, I was at a different event, uh, and and so I didn't see any of that or much of that. I think I might have seen a couple, but um, but yes, yeah, so yeah people in. are getting fed up with the government's lies and duplicity, like. You know, they could have gotten away with it if they didn't keep lying for another 20 years and taking away our rights. But uh, that's just, uh, you know, that's what happens when you uh, when you when you're not working in the interest of the people you're supposed to be serving. Yep. Yeah. Hubris uh, only last can can only last for so long. Yeah. Um, so let's see what else we got. We got a couple more things here. 
Yeah, so Noster Zine Club is uh, kind of a fun fun thing. It's, uh, <clears throat> you know, zines are kind of like a punk magazine thing where basically you get just like, uh, you know, homemade uh, pamphlet kind of magazine and then you hand it out. Sure. And so Noster Zine uh, Club has, has made the, their first issue, which you can print out and um, and share in the physical world. And I think this is pretty awesome. Um, I, I've never like been part of the zine scene or anything, but uh, I really like the idea, and um, and it's it's definitely well executed. I've been talking for a long time about how relays can kind of be this like punk magazine sort of thing. So yeah. um, it's cool to see that culture like kind of kind of getting into into Noster. So check that out. Um, let's see, it's uh, Owen. Uh, Owen at owenl.net is the guy who uh, posted. Uh, we've also got a tree map of topics on Nostra that Mazin published the other day. This one's oh. pretty fun. It kind of, you know, it's, it's. Uh, I, I think he used a little bit of LLMs to categorize uh, a lot of different notes. Um, but um, it's uh, empirical proof that Nostra people don't only talk about Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin is only seven point nine nine one percent of the uh, of of the topics that happen. Emotions are at four point one seven percent. So, you know, it's like, it's it's pushing pushing uh, pushing Bitcoin. Uh, obviously, technology is at fifteen point two six, and then greetings is at twelve point two nine percent. So, uh, you know, you've got you've got plenty of GMs to go around. That's better. That is very surprising to me that Bitcoin's only seven point nine one percent. That is shocking. Right? I think that's encouraging right. in a lot of ways too. Yeah, and and to be fair, currency is also four point five percent. Oh come on, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we need to figure out. We need to figure out who's parsing these uh, these topics here. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's a fun one. Check out Mason's account uh, to take a look at that tree map. Um, let's see, we've got. Uh, Sealed DMs. Oh yeah, go go for it. Oh no, go ahead. No, you're talking about sealed DMs. Do for it. We'll, yeah, sealed DMs. Kind of kind of going back a bit. This is this is an older sort of news item, but something that Vitor and Kieran and uh, Water blow. Uh, let's see, uh, Water from uh, Oxchat and myself have been working on for probably about a month at this point. Uh, it's a new solution to the NIP4 uh, DM metadata leakage problem, mm. um, and. It's implemented and it's live, so uh, you know, kind of in a provisional state. The cryptography we're working on auditing the cryptography, so hopefully we'll get uh, that done in the next few weeks with Paul Miller's help. Um, Let's then, go, man! Then we can get this into the uh, into the extensions, and uh, so you don't have to share your private key in order to use sealed DMs. Um, and then, but we'll see what happens. You know, a lot of people are critical of it. Uh, Semisoul, in particular, thinks that we should just use uh, Simplex Chat. I think um, I think he's very good at uh, at his uh, critical analysis, but uh, maybe not the most uh, creative uh, solution uh, creator. So, um, I think I think uh, Seal DMs and Simplex Chat both have their both have their places. Um, I actually talked to Evgeny from Simplex. Uh, Simplex is his other protocol, by the way. Yeah, for, yeah. Um, for direct messages, uh, it's very, very well designed uh, and meant to leak almost no metadata about you. It's got multiple layers of cryptography, um, and uh, you know the servers don't have to be trusted or anything like that. So it's a really, really good way for um, people who are subject to, uh, you know, prosecution or persecution um, to use that for for communicating secretly. 
uh, yeah. rather than Nostr. So yeah, that was and maybe we can. No, I was going to say, I think I found, I think that the Start9 embassy has a, an instance for SimpleX browser. I the SimpleX messenger. I've, I've downloaded it. I haven't gotten, uh, haven't got it up and running yet because I've just been doing a bunch of other things, but really excited that more of those kind of tools exist. Yeah. Uh, and I'd like to see what we can do about, uh, you know, doing Noster over SimpleX and taking advantage of the, their robust uh, security model. Um, or, you know, potentially kind of going our own way. So lots of, uh, research going on in that area. Awesome. Uh, well, yeah, let's give a shout to friend of the program, uh, man like Quex, uh, apparently back from hiking Mount Kilimanjaro. Uh, why don't you unpack a little bit of that for us? Yeah. So he's, he's just been on a trip the last few weeks. Um, he, I, I haven't been following super closely, but it's one of those interesting Nostra culture kind of things. Uh, you can go and listen to Plebchain Radio's interview with him uh, for more. Uh, it came out just a couple di- a couple days ago. But uh, yeah, hiked up Mount Kilimanjaro. He's been making music about it. Uh, so uh, I just think that's fun. Yeah, that, no, that's awesome. Yeah, he's he's been uh, a vocal um, supporter on, on Nostra and really encouraged us a lot. So appreciate him and his support. And awesome. look forward to, again, checking out Plebchain Radio to hear more about his trip. Yeah. Cool, yeah. And uh, speaking of Semisoul, um, let's see. He's also released Noswear, which is a search-specific relay. Uh, you know, everyone knows that search is one of the weak points of Noster so far because there isn't really an index for the entire network. Uh, mm. So he's released an instance that only supports search. It doesn't support filters. Um, so it's basically, you know, put in a text query and you'll get some notes back. Um, so, you know, it's it's an interesting project because it is not uh, not a complete relay. It implements a different part of the protocol from what most other relays use. And so if you just plop it into your client, it's basically just not going to work and it's going to give your client a bunch of errors uh, in the background. Um, but uh, some people are looking into um, integrating it tightly. I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet with Coracle, but um, uh, definitely an interesting project and, uh, hmm. you know, Everything, everything in the nursery ecosystem is is a research is is like R and D. So sure, uh, we've got more of that. So that more of that is great. That's awesome. Yeah, cause what does Semisol Semisol have against gift wrap? What's going on? I, I mean, yeah, I so that's he, the what else uh, does he put his present in? That's the <laughs> that's the sealed DMs thing is also known as gift wrap, and the reason for that is the way that sealed DMs work is you create a message of any kind, just any Noster event. And then you wrap it, you encrypt it, and then you wrap it in another message. Um, but that inner one, you don't put a signature on. And so if if anyone decrypts it and then shares the inner message, it doesn't have a signature. And so no one knows that it's actually authentic. So huh. you can share that, but it's going to be rejected by relays. You know, it, it, it basically becomes the same as a screenshot that could have been Photoshopped. So uh, it reduces okay. the impact of leaking private data. Uh, okay. And then, so you wrap it. And then you wrap it again, and that that second wrapper is a gift wrap, and that obscures the person who's who signed it, uh, and only shows who the who it's for. Um, so it it reduces a lot of metadata leak, leakage. Uh, Semisoul has uh, has a vendetta against it, uh, justifiably in a lot of ways. Um, you know, it doesn't solve all the metadata problems, and uh, and also the the cryptography is not audited, uh, like I was saying to you. So he thinks we should go full SimpleX for any private data. Uh, I am much more on the end of, 
I think Noster can support uh, private use cases, and there are private use cases that SimpleX won't support, like uh, large large groups and 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 stuff like that. So um, we'll see we'll see uh, who wins in that uh, in that battle. Um, but yeah, he recently banned gift wrap uh, events from his his relay Eaton.Noster.Land. So you can't you can't send gift wrap to to his relay. Um, and of course, uh, because I want to see this use case happen, I am thinking about writing a relay finally, um, and supporting that inbox outbox model that Fiat Jaff is always talking about. Hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, look, look for that in the next few weeks. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to get an episode where we can do a, the great gift wrap debate. Uh, we can have you on one side and, and the, uh, and semi soul on the other. I think that might be something that people would be interested in. I was thinking the same thing should be, that would be very interesting. All right. Uh, right. last thing. Yeah. Go ahead. Go for it. Yeah. Is, um, Eofan, uh, I think that's how you say his name has forked my calendar proof of concept. So a while ago I made a calendar, uh, app, uh, using, um, uh, uh, Terry use, uh, nip for calendar events and, uh, kind of just put it out there. It took me four hours to build. It was just really minimal. Um, but someone has picked it up and that's really exciting because I want to see calendars on Nister, but I don't have time to continue working on that. So, uh, well, you can awesome. find that at cal.nostrnet.work. So he's the same guy who works on nostrnet.work. Okay. Awesome. Well, well done. What a great idea and cool that it's going to continue to get worked on. Yeah. And we'll have public and private events and calendars too. So. Uh, another another use case for those uh, uh, gift wrap DMs. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, now how about I guess would finally the last thing we have here would be uh, Snort has uh, Zap Splits. Yep, and uh, I saw that Vitor has been working on that as well. So Zap Splits are kind of neat. You can basically say that any Zaps that go to my account uh, get split between me and someone else, and I believe you can do it on an individual note as well. So. It, you know, if you're publishing, for example, like a, um, uh, a Stemster track, you can sure. zap the people that that track was remixed from. So uh, oh, definitely cool, cool for that kind of um, digital uh, digital content monetization use case. That's uh, awesome. I don't don't think I'm going to add it to Coracle anytime soon. Focused on other things, but uh, definitely a really cool development. So what a great idea. Yeah, I know. I know that. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about that on the, um, uh, was it podcasting? Is it 2.0 podcasting 2.0? That like, yep. that that would be something that Lightning enables, and it's it's cool to see uh, that being obviously Zaps have been implemented for a while, but the the idea of implementing the ability to split is something I know a lot of people are going to be really excited about. Yeah, speaking of uh, podcasting 2.0, when are we gonna get on uh, get on Noster for our podcasts? We're already on Fountain, right? Yes. So all they have to do is implement Nister. 100%. Yeah. We're already on Fountain. So you can find uh, all three, let's see, all four of the Thank God for Bitcoin podcasts over there. Um, we have going to be having some news on that front in the future as well. Um, but yeah, go ahead and you can find us over there, support us over there. Um, again, we this is a way that you can support uh, support us. We are a for-profit business. So uh, we are grateful to be able to put out content. And the more that you guys support us over there, the more cool stuff that we can do. Um, so yeah, please do uh, find us over there, leave reviews. And and if you so choose to stream us some, some sats, that'd be a good place to do it. 
So, so people can stream sats to us on, on, uh, on fountain. A hundred percent they can. Uh, and as a matter of fact, let me just, let's give a couple while we're here, let's give a shout out to some of the people who've done just that. Uh, we have at Greg Graham, Texas, uh, Greg, Greg Graham TX. He streamed us a total of 14,450 sats. Um, Greg, thank you so much. Uh, at reject the frame has streamed us 7,500 sats, uh, at user five, six, one, zero, four, six, one, seven, one, eight, two, six, uh, eight, zero, four, two has streamed us a total of 2,306 sats. Uh, at Eric T has, uh, at Eric T 875, 950 sats. And at, uh, Eshane, I C H E Y N E has streamed us 832 sats. Um, so again, we, there's actually a bunch more, but those are the, the primary ones. Um, so again, thankful, super grateful for you guys, for your contributions and for, uh, just again, supporting what we do and, uh, monetarily. So we look forward yeah, to thank you guys. Hopefully that, awesome. that group growing and, uh, and then again, being able to do special things for, you know, people who are continuing to, to support us via sets. So, uh, appreciate the, the Noster, the Nostriches out there supporting, uh, TGFN. Yeah. No one's ever stringed me sats before. It feels very special. Well, you, you have, uh. What, what's the term? Uh, you have been, you, you actually have been stream sats. Uh, oh, what is it? Christ is, oh, federally. You've federally uh, been. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. Strange. Oh, man. That's a deep cut right there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We'll have to do an episode about that later. But uh, for sure. Yeah. Well, cool. John, thank you for your time. Um, is there anything else as just for our audience, if they're looking for maybe something you've seen within the last, you know, earlier today or something that maybe didn't make it into this list? Uh, is there anything else that you want to add? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, yeah, n- nothing too uh, consequential going on today as far as I can tell, but I'm sure something, some new meme will be invented. Actually, you know what? There is something. Uh, uh, let's see. Sir Sleepy uh, was observing that more people are arguing on Nostra lately, and he wants to bring the tone back up again. So he posted okay. a, uh, an image of a um, kind of a fat possum spreading its arms wide. And uh, so get out there and add some text to those memes and uh, make Nostra uh, uh, Puda Vida again. Puda Vida. That's, I love it. Um, <laughs> again, thank you guys so much for listening, for um, streaming us sets, for leaving reviews. If you guys have time, that would be an encouraging way, a real helpful way that you can help us expand our reach. Uh, we have had a bunch of you uh, listening to this podcast uh, and some somewhat surprising because of just the relative, you know, relatively small amount of people listening to or who are using Nostr at this early date. But again, we have been pleasantly surprised and, and encouraged by, again, your, your support via listening, your support via just, you know, posts, uh, encouraging us in those regards. So Again, thank you guys, and we look forward to producing a lot more content for you in the future. Um, if there are people, if there are people, you know, different people within the Nostraverse who you'd like us to interview, um, you know, different things you'd, you'd like to hear, you have questions about, uh, shoot us a DM. Uh, it, it may not be perfectly private, but we'll still get it, and, you know, we'd be happy to to, to talk about uh, the things that interest you and the things that you're, the questions that you have within the Nostraverse. Um, John, I'll give you the last word. Yeah, we've got uh, some interviews coming up with uh, Pastor Coin and Alex Pacheco, who I met when I was in Austin. Uh, he's working on a different project, not Noster, but uh, I think he, he's got some good learning to uh, to share with us. We're also going to be doing some some more books over the next couple of weeks. So uh, that's what you have looked forward to. 
Yeah. So we, we have a book called The Shallows, uh, What the Internet is Doing to Our Minds. Uh, Recommended by Pablo. So, oh, you know, awesome. it's good. Yeah. I was listening to it on the way home uh, from a, a conference the other day and was really enjoying that. Uh, and then we're going to also read a book called Digital Liturgies. So that's another, another again, another work about the internet and how it affects us. And uh, and so, again, knowing that you guys are into that into that world, we we thought this would be something that, uh, I don't know, there might be some interest in. So we'll, we'll see. If there's, again, if there's other books that you've read that you think would be valuable for us to go through, um, yeah, that talk about technology or that talk about other, any anything really, uh, hit us up and, and we're happy to consider doing just that. Uh, but again, we are super grateful for you guys and we will talk to you again in, in a week. All right. Sweet. Thanks, Jordan.